0: The Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction
1: Roofing. All right, Jimmy B and TC show. Minus Jimmy B and TC, they should be back Monday, I'm guessing. Uh had fun. Thanks to the boys for letting me do it. Hope to get to do it again. Had fun. You, Tiff?
2: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Good times. Good times. Wait for the music to bleed out here. All right. We're going to talk a little Conor McGregor. Yep. I'm ready. And a little Floyd Money Mayweather because you can't say his name without saying money. This guy is obsessed with money. And the fact that he owes the IRS how many? $22.2 million or whatever it is. There's a reason he came after Conor McGregor. Maybe he had to. Unless he wanted to start liquidating everything that he owned. And he owns a lot, so obviously he's not poor. But he he used to carry around, remember that backpack that he brought out and Connor got a hold of? Floyd Mayweather goes over and gets the Irish flags and he says, You better not do nothing to that flag with other more colorful words that rhyme with F and N with K. And two O's in the middle. Um, you better not blank with that flag. And that's what he did. And so he went over and got Floyd money with Mayweather's bag. Guess how much money it had in it? 5k and Conor's like, "This is it? This is all <laughs> you got? 5,000?" You know what I mean? He couldn't he could not be- I can't do Conor McGregor without cussing. This is this is terrible. I just want to can I just start cussing and then hit the 10-second delay button every single no, time? No. It, you can't say the the f-word like he can. Like most people say a cuss word and it sounds kind of trashy. You know what I mean? It sounds kind it's of. It's the Irish accent. It's 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 got to be the Irish accent. The way he says the f word, because if anybody else says it, it's kind of like, eh, that's kind of trashy. You know? I mean, is that all you got? The way Conor McGregor says the f word, you you want to start saying it?
2: You want to hear it more? That's you, weird. It doesn't <laughs> make
1: you uncomfortable.
2: It's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> we were just talking about teaching your kids stuff. I almost want to teach them that word. It's not cool. It's not a. It's not a cuss word. It's not a real word. Well, so the
2: couple the past couple weeks. Well, ever since yeah, there the were announced-
1: four. There were four. Uh, right. They did a world tour event. First one was in L.A. Second one was in Toronto, which was ape bleep. Absolutely ape bleep. Connor went crazy. The crowd was insane. Seventeen k there for him. Don't tell me this isn't going to be- break the Pacquiao record. It's going to beat it. I'm not going to say destroyed. It's going to beat it because that was huge. That Pacquiao, I mean, even well, though I knew it would be a
2: totally different segment of fans. So when you're talking Pacquiao, you're talking straight boxing. So there might not have been buy-in from MMA people because there's that whole MMA is better, boxing is better. So when we're bringing them together, you're upping the fan base. you're, yeah, well, it, you're it, it's you yeah. know that's broadening. So since it was announced that this fight was going to happen, August 26th. Um, in Las Vegas, it's been a media blitz of people talking about this fight yes we've we, you know we have everything from um what's who's the guy on e s p n that
1: there's talks, a lot of guys on e s p n no that we that
2: that we really really like that talks like you know he's a boxing expert but he also does basketball Kellerman no
1: max Kellerman's the boxing expert
2: he does first take maybe no, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith.
1: That's it. Oh, you like him. Okay, fine.
2: Well, I he's entertaining. Screaming, to listen to. screaming
1: A. Smith. Yes, he's he's good in small doses, much like myself.
2: <laughs> okay, no comment. So we're gonna talk about <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. But he's a boxing guy. So there, you know, the conversation has been about are people mad that this fight is happening? Is it disrespectful to boxers, boxing? What's going to happen? And then, the past week with the press conferences, if if people don't know, and this is a girl talking,
0: <laughs> she loves M- her, some Conor McGregor.
2: <laughs> so, what happened a little over two years ago? If and I'm pretty sports savvy. Um, had you asked me, have you ever watched MMA? My answer was, hell no, and have no intention. <laughs> now my one of my favorite sports figures is conor mcgregor be for many many reasons so i use him and his persona and attitude so if you know anything outside of his smack talk he is a very cool his confidence is not only amazing because he has gone from zero to this in 4 years
1: yes four four years ago he he was getting welfare checks and he kept believing himself. So there's footage of him when he's getting his welfare check. Yeah, I'll be in the UFC. Cuss word, cuss word. I will be the UFC. And he is the UFC. I would believe if I had to say his last fight, 12 to $14 million. Nobody else in the UFC even gets close to that. Maybe Lesnar came somewhat close to that. This Con- fight, Connor $100 owns million? This. He's going to get, I heard, 115 to $125 million. And I hate to say this. Let me first say what I love about him, his confidence, his cockiness. Uh, they didn't do it right with boxing when they were walking around and made him do a monologue. Conor's at his best when he's sitting half and, you know, press guys ask him questions, and he can go with a quip, and everybody's just laughing their butt off. Not that this wasn't fun. There were a couple of them that were fun. There was one and a half of them that I, you know, uh oh boy, this is getting a little much. This is enough, you know, four days of trying to come up with new material for both Money Mayweather I mean, he's oh, money, 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 money. Yeah, that's I got money. We know, Floyd, you got money. Okay, come up with something else. Okay, and it got a little old after that, but it was still fun. It built the fight up before the... How about Connor's clothes? Yeah, and his clothes. So
2: not, this guy, is one I, of, he spends money well. I respect I, his wealth. He's
1: got a new clothing line, and he wore a suit the first time to the L.A., and it was a suit... And if you saw it from the T V you could not see it. But if you zoomed in It looked in, like a
2: pinstripe suit.
1: It said F U.
2: All that would that's the writing is what made up the pinstripes. R-
1: yes. So I called it a pimp stripe. As stripe, as he's sitting right in front of, of Floyd Mayweather. I mean it was
2: That's where and then my kids who now know me They now were, know you well, now know my love of Connor McGregor.
1: Oh, that's right. So
2: they were in Los Angeles um, seeing some family, and I get a text saying, we just saw Conor McGregor getting his pinstripe suit fit, I'm pretty sure, because he had to be on one of those stores in Rodeo Drive. So they sent me a picture of him with his entourage. But everything about him, I do, I love. And then, so that was L.A. Outfit. Toronto outfit, was didn't he just wear the mink coat with no clothes underneath it?
1: <laughs> he's like, what kind of B-A-L-Z <laughs> does it take to... Some lady asked him about him chewing gum. She goes, now, why do you chew gum? Is it because you're nervous? And Connor's like, what do you mean? You mean in the fight? Why do, you, why do I chew? What do you mean, what do I chew? She's like, gum. And he's like, it's gum, lady. I'm chewing my gum. It's like, <laughs> you keep looking at me for 24-7 and see if you can find something because you're not going to find it. Now, as big a fan as I am, it looks like we only got four minutes, and then we're going to bring on Steve Dace around 2.20-ish, we're hoping. And then uh, maybe we'll talk about that, at, to talk a little bit more after this, or maybe go back to Iowa and Iowa State. We'll see. Um But I, the talking to people and talking to people that I know and talking to people that I like, there are some, obviously, that I respect very much that know their stuff and know not only boxing no MMA they know both there is a different people there is a big difference okay i am more of a MMA guy although i really like boxing i've seen probably 7 of floyd money mayweather's fights okay let me tell you when he when he said that he was willing to fight Octor or uh, fight um connor mcgregor in the octagon during one of those press conferences If you saw the memes and everything on on Twitter, it was like, you got to be kidding me, which made me proud that people know there is a difference. If this is a street fight, if this is something where you can elbow, you can freaking arm bar, you can rear naked choke, you can knee, you can kick to the head, you can kick to the leg, and you can strike, this sucker would be over in 30 seconds. Not only, Floyd wouldn't even be a good, he would be one of the worst MMA boxers, they're they're. I would say ninety nine percent of the boxers would be better at MMA. Floyd is a wimp. He can throw. Oh, he can throw so quick. His jabs are so unbelievable. But if you remember that Golden Boy fight, Oscar De La Hoya, he. I mean, Oscar De La Hoya was able to like move him around like nothing. The only chance. And he has literally, folks, and I'm sorry to say this, Conor McGregor has less than a 1% chance of beating Floyd Money Mayweather. Am I saying not to go out and buy the fight? That's not what I'm saying. You buy the sucker for ninety nine ninety five. you get seven friends together, whatever, boom, have fun. It's a party. It's a reason to get together for everybody. We aren't watching to see who's going to win this, game, this fight. And it's not a fight. Guess what? Words have meanings. This isn't a fight. This is a boxing match. A fight is where just about anything goes, minus eye gouges, minus knees to the groin. Everything else just about goes. Floyd would absolutely be destroyed, and he's now on record saying that he would beat Conor McGregor in the octagon, which may be, I'm trying to think, can you off the cuff, this is off the cuff, Tiff, can you think of the biggest lie in the world ever?
2: I have several in mine, but no. Not
1: that one. <laughs> well, let's not go there, Tiff. Um, but yeah, he's got that. Wouldn't happen. But where okay, we, we disagree, can back, we and can we... get back to it again. We got two minutes. I'll let you finish me off right now because Tiff, you go up and brag right now about. <laughs> I'll let you right. do it, Jeez.
2: So our conversations over the past. This is where I bend over <laughs> because it's 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 a it's a fact that over the past, let's see. Two fights where I hear the same story. I'm the biggest MMA fan. I'm the biggest Conor McGregor fan. But I'm not going to pick him. So we have our little friendly bets that I'm taking Connor. I like his attitude. His mental strength is awesome. He's not afraid of failure. And he will do what has to be done, as he showed over the past four years. He does what he says. So guess who won the past two bets?
1: And I hate losing It's not losing Wolfgang. Bets. It's and not what Wolfgang. what I think, Tiff, what I think is I like him so much, and he's brought a sport back to me so much. What am I doing? Am I protecting myself from a beating? Because he had to go up and fight a guy 170. He was the 145-pound champ. I don't think it's ridiculous for me to think that he was going to lose that fight, which he did. The well, first one.
2: protecting yourself... Equates to just being flat wrong. So I'm going with my gut, which says it's going to be unpredictable. They say he, Floyd will not knock him out.
1: That's it, not necessarily true either. I know he hasn't before. I'm telling you, just go back and look how fast his hands are. It's sick, and I'm afraid he's going to toy with McGregor. With McGregor, I'm I'm really afraid he's, he's going taken to toy feet with him to the face. No, if they let, that's true. He's taken feet to the face. He's taken elbows, not ten ounce gloves four-ounce gloves. How about elbows? Elbows to the face. Please. He's wrestled, you know, which I is what I hope they let him dirty it up. I hope they let Connor with what I said about the Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya, and how obviously how much stronger he was than Floyd had they let him dirty it up a little bit, which I don't know the clinch and all that stuff. I don't know how much they will let go on. I'm guessing he's boxing's, you know, money cow. So, or... This is supposedly Connor's or uh, Floyd Mayweather's last fight, right? Until he owes more taxes. So how about they throw it for Connor and they fight again? Because if Floyd wins, he's done. He's fifty and oh and just beat Rocky Marciano.
2: Oh, so is that going to be? So here we go, folks. We we just had a huge setup right there. I heard it. He's so now if if Connor wins, Wolfgang's take is that. It was Are
1: thrown. they going to turn around each of them 200 something some million again? But the only way I'm telling you Connor can win is a knockout, and it's not going to happen. There is no way anybody is ever going to point Floyd Mayweather to death, and Connor can't do that. He's got, like he says, probably four rounds to knock him out, and it's a less than 1% chance, and this is coming from a groupie.
2: Either way, it's a fantastic opportunity for new appetizers and one hell of a party. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, to have people over. We were going to get my boy Fish on, who came on Saturdays from time to time to talk about it. But he's got, I think, mostly my opinion on it. The guy we talked to at um, a country bar that we went to once, and uh, good guy. He totally disagrees with me. He thinks Conor McGregor has a 40% chance of winning. And I said, if you want to throw away money, throw it at me. Make it rain here, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, we'll see you in a couple hours, bud we got Steve Dace coming up at 2.20. Can't wait to talk. Be back in around four or five minutes.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance.
3: Oh, I'd be a nervous wreck if my daughter just
0: got her license. You know, Liberty Mutual actually helped me relax a little bit.
4: Liberty did what?
0: Yeah, with roadside assistance. Liberty Mutual is there to make sure she won't get stranded. Don't know what I'd do without it. Sounds better than the alternative. Which is... Keeping her home until she's 30. (laughs) Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual
5: Insurance. Optional 24-hour roadside assistance coverage. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company.
0: The key to success? Keep it simple. Especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions. Manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
6: I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much.
0: For your free quote, call 800 860 6565. That's 800 860 6565. 800 860 6565. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.comslash
6: commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. at WolfConstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
3: Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty-seven big-screen TVs for great viewing of any game—football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis—you name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it even cricket. Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at ten a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty. A place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des
7: Moines.
0: to four hundred eighty dollars for TV, one hundred eighty dollars for internet equipment, non-return, other fees conditions apply. Call for details. Offer one twenty one seventeen. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC.
1: We are back, people. Going to look for Steve Dace now here. Give Steve Dace a call, Tiff. We will talk all things. I mean, there's really nothing we can't talk with Steve Dace. We could talk Trump. Do you think people would want that? <laughs> we could talk uh, Iowa. He does a HawkeyeNation.com podcast over with John Miller. Uh, usually comes up on Sunday night. Sometimes he does twice um two podcasts a week. He's been doing that because there's so many so many football magazines coming out and such. And he's actually got his own preseason type magazine coming out now. So we will ask him about that and how we actually get a hold of a hold of that. I think it's just online, I believe. Um but it looks like we've got Dace right now. Is that Mr. Dace? Oh, you gotta hit it? <laughs> All right. There you go. All right, let's go to Steve Dace. Steve, are you there? Can you hear me? got you brother how are you doing good thanks did you get your show in i did thank you okay good i really appreciate you making time um i don't know where to start let's start let's start with iowa state what um what do you think is good enough for them this year i was listening to we just had brent bloom on um and i believe chris williams did a did an article where he was talking with local media and he thinks that iowa state can get to six or seven games what uh What's your take? Is that too high, too low, or uh, over-under? What do you like on that?
5: Well, I would certainly defer to both Brett and Chris in terms of intimate knowledge and workings of Iowa State's strengths and weaknesses. But what really stood out to me from a 10,000-foot view, Wolfgang, is their over-under in Vegas is at 5.5, which is pretty high for a team that hasn't been to a bowl game the last few years and won three games a year ago. And especially when, if, if you've followed the history of the Iowa-Iowa State series, and you know the way that lines are set and how much public perception has a, you know, has a role in that, I mean, Iowa is favored over Iowa State every year, just about regardless of what their records are, just because that's the, per, the public perception, even though it's been essentially a, a 50-50 series for the last decade or so. So for, for Vegas to put the over-under on a program that doesn't really have a lot of national name ID, at essentially twice what they won last year. I mean, so to to drive the point home to your audience, let me give you this example. Suppose we were doing a show, this exact show, in Seattle, Mm -hmm. and we were talking college football over-under best bets, and we got to the Big 12, and it said Iowa State 5.5, and and we didn't know anything at all about them. We would be saying, well, that's an easy under. They won three games last year. Iowa State always sucks, right? That's how we would think, okay? Well, that's more of what actually drives these lines than what the people close to Ames-Iowa think. So the fact that the guys out in the desert who know more than anybody else does are, are are putting a line on a team that they know is perennially undervalued even when they're good just because of their name ID and their and their line is that they're going to win essentially twice as many games they won last year, I, I would pay attention to that a lot.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I know you love that stuff. We're with Steve Dace, stevedace.com. Um, even if you look at Northern Iowa, uh, Steve, I mean, that's been no gimme. Obviously, Iowa, that's been close to 50-50 for a long time. Uh, I don't know much about Akron, to believe. But uh, Texas, Texas is a team I heard last year, uh, Dace, and I want your opinion on Texas. Um, guys telling me that maybe Charlie Strong should have should have gotten another year. I don't know whether I agree with that or not because... You kind of look at all the – if you can't get it done in Texas before five years, then something's wrong. But I had people telling me, look out this year. What's your take on Texas this year?
5: If you look at Tom Herman's career as a coordinator and as a head coach, and if you look at Iowa State, his first year, they went from three wins to seven. His first year at Ohio State, they went from six wins to 11. And his first year as head coach of Houston, they went from eight wins to 12. And if you look at that average, the average improvement of having Tom Herman as either your coordinator or head coach in your first year is 4.3 wins. When I think they will take a huge leap this year. I think that the reason they couldn't keep Charlie strong and the loss to Kansas was convenient is when you've got a favorite son in your own backyard, and Tom Herman who's a former Texas assistant coach, he's coaching at Houston, and you know LSU, which is already starting to recruit your state next door in Louisiana, they're going to pay that guy big money. You can't let him go out the door, otherwise you worry you're going to regret that mistake mm-hmm. for ten years. So they had to make that move. And I think I think by the way, just a quick aside, I think Mike Riley has this pressure with Scott Frost at Central Florida. His first year at Central Florida, he took him from zero wins to a bowl game. If he wins seven or eight games this year, and that's the same amount of wins that that he has, that Mike Riley has in Nebraska. Scott Frost is going to be on everybody's wish list this December, and a lot of Nebraska fans are going to be like, why should we let him go to UCLA? Why should we let him go to Arizona when he's our favorite son and he can win here, right? So th- that's how those situations work. I think that, that's what happened to Texas. And if you look at the situation at Texas, it reminds me so much of Michigan. Both schools are elite public universities, high traditions that had fallen on hard times, division within the administration douchebag athletic directors nobody liked it they had to get rid of and 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 the previous coach couldn't develop those guys but recruited like a mother and left a full cover just like Jim stepped into a perfect situation and then Jake Rudolph fell in his lap for a functional quarterback and they went from they were five and seven the last year under Brady Hoke and then they went they won nine games the next year Texas five and seven last year I, I think the same thing's going to happen at Texas I think they're going to take a huge leap in fact in my preview, I have them playing Oklahoma State in the first Big 12 championship game.
1: Any more uh, douchebags you'd like to call off, Dace, here on the la- on the air, 1700 <laughs> KBGG?
5: I'm sure it's a long and undistinguished
1: list, my <laughs> we'd, friend. We'd be on till midnight. Um, Oklahoma is a team that I'm putting in my final four, Dace. I think you disagree. I love every single offensive lineman back. they got an NFL uh, tight end. Obviously, their stud quarterback that's going to be in a Heisman candidate again. Um, they brought in a Kentucky transfer that uh, mm-hmm. will help with the wide receiver that I don't think a lot of people know about. Uh, what's your take on Oklahoma? Here's my issue with Oklahoma:
5: um, Bob Stoops. We all agree, first ballot Hall of Famer, no question. He has not had a season at Oklahoma with fewer than two losses since 2004. All right, okay. I mean, I mean, we still cared about John Kerry's windsurfing in 2004. Okay, I mean that's how <laughs> that's how long ago that was. All right, and I mean. We were we didn't know what a, we were just learning what swift boats were and now we're learning about Russian Putin collusion. I mean we've moved <laughs> way on.
1: There we okay? go to the deuce bag right? again. I knew so, you had so it. So
5: we're, we're we're way past 2004. So if we all agree that Bob Stoops and you're talking about a guy that won more Big 12 championships than games he lost at home in his career. That's dominance. He dominated this league. Yet he could not have a season with fewer than two losses since 2004. And now you're telling me a guy who three years ago was OC in front of nine people at East Carolina is suddenly going to he's never he's never been run a Wendy's. he's going to take over at Oklahoma and not even in the off season when he had all winter and all spring to get the, his stamp on the program and run the show but in the middle of the summer he's got to inherit the coach's brother as his DC who's not done a good job the last couple of years and probably if stoops had retired in january after the Sugar Bowl and Riley had taken over then, he probably would have fired his brother. And then Riley brings in his mentor, Ruffin McNeil, his old boss, who's a defensive guy to quote-unquote oversee the defensive side of the football translation. After JT Barrett puts five touchdowns on us September 9th, we're going to have a new defensive coordinator. I, I don't like Ooh. the way this lines up at all. I just don't. Oh, man, I, 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 think I think they'll score a ton of points, but you can't tell me that Bob Stoops a great coach, but, but he's so great that he can be replaced by a 33-year-old, never been a head coach before, and the team not skip a beat. Anybody listening to this, think about what you have done for a living, and you've done it well. And if your boss, when you retired, was like, well, you know, we're going to hire some 25-year-old that's never done your job before, but we think he'll sell just as much as you. What would they say? What would that really say about what they thought about the job you did? I think they will definitely lose an extra game or two this year because of that coaching change.
1: That's fair. I get it. I understand. But... Again, Riley's going to be calling the plays. You've still got the same guy on defense. You've got, I believe, every single person there except, what, a new defensive ends coach and then the guy that you said to bring in uh, as an assist, associate head coach. They I weren't know. any
5: good on defense last year. They weren't that great on defense the year before. Hey, well, That's
1: my man you know? Phil Steele, I believe, is, is saying they're going to have the number 19th best defense this year and the fourth best offense. I mean, are you going to doubt that man? I know you love him.
5: I love Phil Steele, but I don't go to the church
1: of Phil Steele. So yeah, I'm okay. going to. You I don't really do that. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay. And you said you said no. Who did you have in the championship game in the Big Twelve? I like Texas to play Oklahoma State. Texas to play Oklahoma State. Have you said who you're going to have win? And where can we get? You, where can we get this? Keep talking about this. I don't even know where to get all these picks. Oh my, pre- my! I posted my preview this year.
5: I started this little podcast for fun on the side, covering the Wolverines just because I've got all this you know TV studio equipment here in my office. Yeah. So I figured let's use it another couple of days. So if you, if, we, if you go to our website, michiganpodcast.com, I used to post my preview over at the John Miller's Hawkeye Nation the last few years, but I posted it up on michiganpodcast.com this year.
1: Okay, michiganpodcast.com. I want to see that because he has all sorts of crazy, uh, not crazy, but things that maybe most people are overlooking that maybe you don't think are going to happen, but you have maybe – think they have a better possibility of happening than most and they're fun and uh, yeah listen to john miller's podcast over at hawkeye nation mo- normally posted up on uh on sunday nights where you want to go you want to go alabama you want to go auburn does auburn have a shot even a percentage of a chance at taking down alabama this year is it just alabama's game and we just we're just all living in it
5: i think the answer to everything you just said is yes one of the talking points i just hosted the uh um the college football show on sirius xm saturday night and I went on a 15-minute rant about what, we're, what I'm about to say because one of the things that's driving me nuts this offseason is, well, the Jared Stidham hype at Auburn is just like Jeremy Johnson two years ago, and we saw how that turned out. It's not like that at all. Yeah, it's not. Okay? It, it's not like that at all. Jared Stidham started three games at Baylor. Here were his numbers. 70% <laughs> completions, 12 touchdowns, one interception. And here's the big number, particularly in a dink and dunk air raid offense, he was averaging 11 yards in attempt. That's crazy. That tells you that his talent level exceeded the framework of the offense where Nick Florence can go in there and throw for 5,000 yards because he throws a bubble screen to Corey Coleman that goes for 75, okay? That tells you that Stidham is forcing forcing his coaches to run and extend their route tree because of the arm talent he has to get the ball down the field. If you look at Auburn last year, not to mention Stidham was a five-star recruit everybody wanted. Jeremy Johnson was not. Jeremy Johnson played one-half of football, where we overblue what he what he did? Not three full games as Stidham did.
1: Yeah, and why did we overblow what he did, Dace? What he was a JUCO kid. What what? Why did everybody just? Well, jump part on of that, that was Gus
5: Malzahn fed that. You know, and and he did that first half. If you go back and watch all those games, or all the old games now are on YouTube. You can watch that first half he had against Arkansas in 2014 when Nick Marshall was suspended. I mean, he put up video game numbers. You know, and Gus Malzahn was. The next offseason, talking about him winning a Heisman Trophy, so they fed into that. But Stidham's body of work, his recruiting profile, it's vastly superior. The team that he's going to play with is better. If you look at what Auburn's returning in the backfield with Petway and Johnson, that was the leading team, rushing team in the SEC last year. But they they were the worst major college program in passing. Well, lo and behold, you bring in Jared Stidham. I think Auburn's going to be really good. In fact, I would put Auburn in the playoffs if they were in any division in college football except the SEC West
1: wow, with okay. Alabama. Okay, so you That's, do believe in them. You just believe in Alabama more. Okay,
5: I do. In fact, in my, in my preseason poll, which is always my predictions for how I think the season will end, I actually have Alabama finishing the season number one, and I have Auburn finishing the season number five. I think Alabama will only have one loss this year. It will be at the end of the season at Auburn.
1: Okay, I got Alabama, one, number two, Ohio State, number four, Oklahoma. I can't come up with my third. I know you totally disagree on the Oklahoma, so that'll be fun if we can get you on in in a few months about that, see who was right. Um, Clemson, uh, two years, did they just have great teams, or do they have a great program now?
5: They have all those things. I think Dabo Sweeney, um, because of his shtick, you know, that Oz Shucks persona, (laughs) I I think we have undervalued how good of a football coach he is because Mm – he has managed to do something I don't know that I've seen in my time as a college football fan. He changed the vocabulary of the sport. I mean, when he took that program over, Clemsoning was a national verb between Labor Day and Thanksgiving every <laughs> yes. year, right? You know, remember when I used to own Cyclone Nation? I used to always have that rake your lawn Saturday for Iowa State, like, this is the game you can't <laughs> win, don't even watch. If you were a Clemson fan, you knew, all right, let's see. You, you look, here's how Clemson fans did, did their schedule for like 20 years before Dabo Sweeney showed up. Okay, what, what is the game where we start 4-0, and start 5-0? and Is it Duke when, before David Cutcliffe came and they mm-hmm. weren't any good? Is it Wake Forest? What's the game where we're 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, and then we just crap the bed and then lose three in a row after that? Uh-huh. Right? That's how they did their schedule. It was called Clemson. He changed that entire culture. And I think that's the toughest thing to do in college football, except for what he's going to try and do now, and that is sustain it. A lot of coaches – a lot of great coaches have built great programs once. Few have been able to sustain it or after it has slipped put it back up there. You look at what Ferrence has done at Iowa, what Alvarez did at Wisconsin, what Bill Snyder's done at K State. That's where the rubber meets the road. If you if you wolf game, look at Notre Dame. A lot of the coaches post Holtz had immediate success. Bob Davy, Ty Willingham, uh Charlie Weiss, these guys had immediate success and then they could not sustain it. Brian Kelly can he sustain the success there? And now that's the challenge for Dabo. Now that he has climbed the mountain, now that he's changed the culture, and now that they're getting even a different level of recruit than they were getting three or four years ago, can he maintain that? You saw Mark D'Antonio at Michigan State, could not. And this is now Dabo Sweeney's challenge at Clemson. And they're doing it with a whole new quarterback. And we forget, don't forget how good Deshaun Watson was last year. And even with him, they won half their games by a touchdown or less. And before we get to October, they play Auburn, at Virginia Tech, and and at Louisville. Before we even get to October, that's a tough slog with a new quarterback.
1: All right, we're with Steve Day, stevedace.com. Check him out. He's got two books. Um, we got about two minutes, days. They put me on uh, hard breaks, and I'm I'm glad it's making it easier here because I'm pushing the buttons. <laughs> but real quick, Deshaun Watson, <clears throat> excuse me, Deshaun Watson, what uh, what's he going to do in the NFL? NFL guys get it wrong all the time. What's your opinion? Yep
5: you are going to get it wrong on him, too. I think he's great. I think he's going to be great. He went to the perfect situation outside the pressure of being a top pick in the top two or three. He goes to Houston, which has a culture of winning, a quarterback guru coach. They have everything on the roster right now to win except a quarterback. He comes from a culture of winning. The number one receiver there, DeAndre Hopkins, comes from the same school he did, Clemson. It is the perfect situation. And I'll just say this to your audience. When you have a young man that come, who literally grew up in a Habitat for Humanity home and managed to get a college degree in three years, not four, but in three, while playing at the absolute highest level and on the biggest stage in the sport against a team that every year has 25 guys that are going to play in the NFL on their defense, and in those two matchups he threw for 800 yards, eight touchdowns, and one interception, do not bet against that guy.
1: Absolutely. Barry Sanders, um... Brand ambassador. How is he going to brand a piece of crap? <laughs> Barry Sanders? Yeah, did you hear that? He got a job with the, the, uh, the Detroit Lions. Lions. My Lions. Yeah. Yeah, he is now the brand him. ambassador, quote-unquote, whatever that means. What is he going to do?
5: Well, if, he's, if he does what he did when he played, um, <laughs> you know, he's, right he's at the start shy. of training camp, he's going to quit on the team. Oh, that's, what he oh. did stop that. that's
1: my guy. You stop that, Steve Days.
5: Listen, I love the guy. I still have a Barry Sanders throwback jersey, but July 28, 1999 is a date which will live in infamy. My birthday, my 26th birthday, and I woke up to the news that Barry Sanders quit the first day of camp. How depressed was I? I was so depressed, bro. I called
1: the fabulous sports pain. That's how (laughs) depressed I was. You went there i did the fabulous sports babe this i can't even believe i just heard that <laughs> you don't even know who that is Tim. No. but he just i mean fabulous sports babe. he had to go way into the back of his brain to find that one <laughs> that was unbelievable but do you do you actually yeah we got music we got to go dace love you man what can i what can we pick for you buddy
5: what can you pick for me
1: what can we pick for you stevedace.com you got a couple books what else SteveDace.com, MichiganPodcast.com is perfectly fine. Okay, we got Nation.com podcasts on Sundays, so check those out. Steve, thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Talk to you. All right. Well, Steve Dace, we could have gone another uh, decade, really, with him. Yeah, we, we should have gone another decade, but I didn't want to take up too much of his time. That was fun. He could have gone forever. Hey, he didn't even know about the Barry Sanders thing. Barry Sanders, I wanted to ask him, because Barry Sanders was not known as better than Emmett Smith for their entire career, even though I thought he was. Now he is. Now everybody thinks he's better than Emmett Smith, which is weird. What happens? It just happens over time. We're going to be back. We're going to talk who knows what for the last 15. it It'd be fun. We've had a fun time. Talk to you soon.
3: Hey, it's Bill Ryder. It's nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
4: Like all of you out there, Michael Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat,
5: Yep, they finally found a way to make working out even more uncomfortable. Well, at least with Motel 6, you've got one less thing to sweat. They've got clean, comfortable, and now completely updated rooms at a great low price. So the only thing you're stretching is your dollar. Sounds like my kind of place to namaste. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light and the A.C. on for you. Book online at Motel6.com.
3: Four days only, the Home Depot is pouring even more savings into paint with $10 off 1-gallon cans and $40 off 5-gallon buckets of our entire selection. Savings like that can cover any paint project or paint budget with room to spare. So, roll in for savings, roll up your sleeves, then roll on a fresh new look for your home. Unbelievable quality, unbeatable prices on paint. Now
0: through Monday, only at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Select markets only. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des
7: Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000, whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income.
0: Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon, sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. 3, 2, 1. it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Here's Jim and Trent. All right, we are back. Jimmy B and TC. I am not Jimmy B or TC. My name is Wolfgang at Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter, at WolfgangHawkeye on Twitter. Thanks for listening today had a good show started off with uh John Miller on for 40 minutes from there went on with uh Brent Bloom for a good 20ish talked cyclones um talked basketball talked football he even brought a little bit of NBA in. I wanted to get into a little bit more NBA with him. He's a good NBA guy and fun, and we can talk about topics that, that not just the hardcore people like, but we can also talk, uh, get into it a little harder as well. So uh, he's always a good guy to talk to. I wish we would have talked a little bit longer with him about the NBA. And then we just had Steve Dace on. That guy uh, knows a little bit about college football, would you say, Tiff? Just a little. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I think it would be good radio to bring him on sometime and just... Have him just list people he considers DBs, because we got a couple out of them, maybe three. We got three <clears> out of them. We'd be on here for I think probably a decade. <laughs>
2: well, he came on with you that one time for three hours. He,
1: yes, he did,
2: which was very nice of him to do.
1: Yep, came on for three hours. So um, let's transition from Dace to OJ. Um, that the is the DB category. <laughs> 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 yeah, the DB, yeah, the DB category. You had a You had a take on this. What? Uh, I, it's kind of making me sick watch the coverage a little bit, um, because I, I remember growing up watching this, and was it 1994, during the NBA Finals, the yeah. chase, yeah. and then obviously I can remember watching, you know, on TV, just, I was absolutely glued, was it CNN or Court TV, I don't even remember what, All of them, what it was I on think. everything, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't remember, I just remember, I could not get enough of it, I just couldn't believe that this guy did this, that... I did believe it. I knew he did it. But I was just absolutely enthralled with it. I could not turn the channel. It's one of those things you obsess on and you just you overload on, and it's just too much. It's too much. You remember, the obviously, the 9-11 thing where we kept watching the planes go in and in and in, and for a week straight, you just get that, and it's to all talk about it. And it gets to the point where it's in your head so much you can't sleep. And it it was the exact same way with with me with OJ. I watched so much of that stuff. And you have to hear about two people dying and, you know, the racial aspects of it and the, you know, the police officer aspect of it and just following it and, and, and just seeing, I don't, how could this guy get off? I don't know.
2: Well, and I think because of what's happened over the past year with those two new shows with the anniversary, so it was... O.J. Made in America, I think that was ESPN, and then the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. playing The Juice. <laughs> it kind, well, it so it re-kind of launched this story into current day again, so it's like the gift that keeps on giving.
1: But it's scary, Tiff, because it's not a story. He killed two people. Right. You know what I mean? And I was, this is where I was getting. So we're watching the Today Show. We're watching either Channel 5, 8, 13, 17. We're watching CNN, Fox News. It was
2: live, it was covered, his parole was covered live again, just like the trial.
1: Yeah, and MSNBC, whatever. Whatever you're whatever you, I like to listen to a little bit of everything because I like to know where people stand so I can come back at them. Even though I don't even really get into that anymore, I'm kind of just, yeah, right. I can't stand either side anymore, which makes me, everybody hate me. So, um, <laughs> But my, my-
2: Election season was so fun in our house. My
1: point, <laughs> my point, it was, I don't want to, you don't even know where I stand. I, I could stand either side. Anyway, um, yeah, we were picking between what and what. What, what would you describe those two? So, well,
2: back to OJ. <laughs>
1: back to OJ. Yeah, good call. Way wait, 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 to uh, throw me a line there. But watching them interview on all the radius, the various radio stations about OJ and how- Quite a few, a decent percentage of the people were actually glad that he was getting out of jail or something. I, well, well wh- what? So, no. so Free I, the juice. The juice is loose. I mean, <laughs> what? Who says that? <laughs>
2: the Florida residents are so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. All right. You, you live with him.
2: So, I think this is extra interesting for two, well, a couple of reasons.
1: You let us say that, please.
2: on... What he is currently in jail for nine years is plenty. The problem is people want to keep him there to make him pay for the crime that most think he did commit, which he was already acquitted for. So it's just interesting how every aspect of OJ, no matter who it is, like Chris Darden was just back on the Today Show again. I'm i Am expecting Chris... Judge Ito to make an appearance anytime Judge soon.
1: Judge Ito, what happened to him? Is he still I don't know. is he still
2: playing? I, I is
1: don't he know. still kicking. Judge Ito. But everybody, even the cool. parole board, what.
2: they just milked their monologue about why they were, you know, letting him go for everything it's worth, which is why it made a great dramatic series because every person that was a player in that trial was interesting.
1: Oh, it was It was unbelievable. They even
2: got the Kardashians in there. If you oh watch my, the show, oh they had God, to rope in the Kardashians. The
1: Kardashians had way too much, I believe, airtime. They even showed the kids. I'm like, you know what? David I don't blame them. David
2: Schwimmer's portrayal David of, Schwimmer. of Robert. Can I
1: say, can we go top 10 people I would like to... Uh,
2: Consider a D-bag?
1: Yeah. D- David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer is a... Ju- and I've heard stories about him in Chicago. We all hear stories about how, you know, it's got to get old for celebrities and when they're in the movie, you know, movie theater and they're in a big time restaurant and they're coming out and TMZ's there and whatever. But he's one of those guys I've heard. He's from Chicago, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've talked to numerous people that said, yeah, and I get that with him. He he could look at you and make you feel like the worst, most worthless human being on the face of the planet. And I just couldn't even watch him in that. We watched how many? Quite, yeah, quite we, a few. Yeah. And I, you couldn't you. I kind of liked it at first, and then I was like, man, I feel just ugly and slimy watching this. And then Travolta, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. With his fake, his like doll hair. <laughs> he had doll kids. hair.
2: It was just, it was funny. If you haven't watched it, watch it, because it's worth it. But I think that another part of the big controversy is OJ made $600,000 while he was in prison, due to his NFL pension, which is untouchable by the Goldmans or the Simpson that's family, unbelievable, Nicole, how or the that, Brown how family, how can that be possible? Well, they broke it down. He gets once he turned sixty-five, his pension doubled, so he gets you know ten thousand a month now. He was getting four thousand, so it, it was based he on he owes
1: the Goldmans. That's, how many
2: that is protected by state oh, law? Geez. The NFL pension is so. I think that's why there's another. I'm glad piece we're of,
1: protecting our killers and murderers. <laughs> That's that's great. That makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. What a way to end the show.
2: So we can go back and join the club and...
1: Jeez. I don't know. But I just... I found it... You didn't see as many interviews as I did Which I'm, I'm talking about normal people. I'm not talking about, like, you know, uh, whoever. Uh, you know, a talking head, a head mucky muck on one of the news channels, being all excited that he's getting off. It was, surprised me how many regular people were excited that he was gonna get out of jail i mean i don't know it's not something that gets me all excited especially if he's my neighbor <laughs> won't she be my neighbor no <laughs> please no
2: yeah well we'll have to see how this plays out
1: i don't i don't know hide
2: he, your memorabilia and knives
1: so he's getting he's getting <laughs> so he's getting we're, we're we're about out of town we got about a minute left but he's getting 25k from his uh pension is that right from the nfl
2: no, that's what I just said. No, he gets ten thousand a month.
1: Just ten thousand? Mm-hmm. I thought it was twenty five K. Okay. I will trust Do you feel better now? I will trust your memory on that. No, yes, I, I feel, just read it. You just read it ten K. Okay. Sounds good. I want to thank Trent Condon, Mr. Trent Condon and Jimmy Brinson. Thanks for letting us host. My name is Wolfgang at Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter. Her name is Tiff. Used to fill in with me on the uh Saturday show most of the times, along with my boy Fish. So um Thanks to the guys, and thanks to Steve Dace, Trent or uh, Brent Bloom, and John Miller, of course, for 40 minutes. John Miller, he was all excited to talk about basketball. Loved it. Thanks everybody. Hope to see you soon. We'll talk to you soon.
0: 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and T.C. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
4: When you don't have a big marketing budget, you have to wait until the opportunity is just right. We'll consider this your opportunity alarm going off. Vistaprint's semi-annual sale has arrived with up to 50% off site-wide, including custom T-shirts, postcards, and even our new A-frame signs. And if you've been waiting for our newest business card options like Square Cards, now's the time to get huge savings on them too. Make the most of this opportunity. Go to Vistaprint.com by July 25th and under the promo code SAVEBIG. When you need, Spent a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes. Ow, what the? Attack of the angry mosquito relief. Hey, watch this. Scraped knees.
1: And an elbow.
4: Relief. You need Gold Bond Pain and Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away
3: pain and itch. Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Use as directed.
0: 1700 KBGG is your home for big sports. There's no place like home on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
3: What's up? It's Bill Ryder back in Des Moines. Lived there for a decade, got married in Des Moines. Thrilled to be talking about your favorite sports teams with your favorite players, 5 to 9 p.m. on your station with all the big games. 1700 KBGG.
0: Big news, big talk, and big sports on 1700 KBGG.
7: Dave, what are you doing?
3: Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037 so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves
1: it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots.
2: You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org.
1: Hey, Let's just hope Steve 2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine, because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council.
2: I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded.
5: I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his night.